Okay, so we've got Aaron Hull. Hello. Aaron, it's Tony and Ryan. How the hell are you? I'm doing good. How are you? We're well. Aaron, it's so great to chat. Whereabouts are you? I am in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, oh my God. God. A celebrity in yeah. the mail world. Far out. Well, will you approve <laughs> this podcast and all of our future international shipping? Uh, is it okay if I approve with my roommate? She has her own um, Patreon, so don't worry. When Thank I you. I was just about to say no. First question, yeah. yeah. Uh, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Who, who have we got here? Maggie. Aaron and Maggie. Maggie. God, you guys are going to be dating in about three years, I reckon. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. We're both gay. <laughs> <laughs> tried. Tried. <laughs> Tried to be a matchmaker, Tony, but yeah. it didn't work. Yeah. And Maggie's like, absolutely fucking not. Okay, right. Aaron's like, yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, so, Aaron and Maggie, do you both approve this podcast? Absolutely, we do. Yay! Hi, I'm Aaron. Hi, I'm Maggie. We're from Lexington, Kentucky. And we approve this podcast. Oh, my God. You guys practice that, eh? <laughs> we have practiced this for two months. Literally. The second we signed up for it. Too much in the making. Yeah. Happy hump day. Ugh. Are we against that? Oh, I just... You know, people say that in the episode thread. Maybe because they know it fucks you off. Nah, I don't, oh, I don't know, probably. Welcome to the Tony and Ryan podcast <laughs> on a Wednesday. My name is Ryan, vice captain of the ship. Our queen, our top dog, our head of the mafia. Don't. In this non-shank zone is Tony Felicia Lodge. Hello. How you doing, mate? Well, now I'm so back. I put you offside. I, yeah, I'm you sorry. have. I'm sorry. We're a team. It's great to see you here. And at wow. the gym and at my house. And it worked. Fuck, and I was here trying, we go. I was trying to be nice that, and it didn't come across that way. Uh, I think you knew ass, that it wasn't. Because of my asshole tone. I appreciate you for fronting up about that. Yep. It's, it's true. I've got it's body right. language issues. <laughs> body language issues? Mate, you can't even speak English. And English. <laughs> Let's not get into the fucking I've body language. Body language and language issues. Just language, full stop. Yeah. It's all gone wrong. Um, coming up later this episode, I need to discuss, you know, when you know really what you want mm-hmm. and you would stop at nothing to get it, you're but on, so- sometimes it's just not available. You're on the warpath. Uh, no, no, maybe the warpath was on me. <laughs> oh. Uh, but I think that anybody listening will know what it's like when you, you know you... exactly what you want and you can't have it. Is this like when KFC ran out of chicken? Yep. Yeah, or like when, remember when I went out for dinner and um, accidentally instead of ordering a chicken parma I got that baked snail? Yeah, or the eggplant parma. Yeah. And it didn't go well for the rest of the evening. Mm. And many people reached out and said, I totally know where you're coming from. Yep. It happened to me again. I ordered another snail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, that's coming up soon. Uh, first, normal or nah for a Wednesday. And this one is if you're on a date. Normal or nah, sitting on the same side of a booth, leaving the other side empty. Tony? It's nah from me. Really? And is it nah at every stage of the relationship or does it change over time? Um, nah, I just think it's a nah. I mean, yesterday on the podcast we talked about honeymoon periods. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like if you're sitting on the same side, what's the benefit of that? Like, 
because you're both next to each other. You can like can pop an arm bit. around. Yeah. If you're both like Bridget and I both like the booth seat. Yeah. But often I'll like let her have that yeah. and I'll sit in the other one. Torb's always lets me have it too. Yeah. Mm. What nice gentlemen we are. Yeah. But sometimes if, you know, you're in, you just want to cuddle up and it's cold and, you, and then you can like people watch and look out together. Yeah. And stuff like that maybe. Yeah, that's fair. Um, are, you a, are you a normal or nah for this? I think it's also like a honeymoon, like first date, nah. Because you want to. But maybe between a month and a year of dating, it's like cute. Oh, we'll snuggle in together and we'll share a bit of a dessert. Uh, but then after a while, you might just be like, righto, mate, we're here to get out of my way. Uh, Mary <laughs> Beth, absolutely nah. I have to be as unintrusive as possible. What happens when one of us has to get up and go to the bathroom? Yeah, They have to do that awkward shuffle out, then you shuffle oh, out behind them. And, like, the vinyl peels off your legs. Yep. What an absolute nightmare, says Marley Beth. Jess says, nah, so cringe. I hate it when my ex wanted to sit next to me and hold hands or hold on to me. Leave me alone. I need space while eating. <laughs> I mean, it is a serious, serious time. Jess of the is day. like, I came here for a parma, not really to hang out with you. It's fine that you're here. But I'm <laughs> it's just fine that you're here. here. But I'm here to get a parma and chips and a cheap beer into me. Get out of my way. I don't want my elbows bumping into you. I'm hoffing it down. Yeah, I do get that. You've got to have yeah. wingspan room. Yeah. Yeah. I. There is a part of me that thinks it's cute, though. I think the idea that you have in your head is like what you would see like in a movie, though, mm. and I don't think that that's actually really the reality of what okay, it th- looks like. This is the second time this week you've tried to tell me that movies aren't real life. And Wait, you thought that sausages were dynamite. <laughs> well, they look the same. Okay. Uh, whilst I'm not saying that you're wrong in any way, I also am saying I don't want to hear that. <laughs> okay. I like to think that the world is a movie. Fair enough. And that's how it all works. I mean, or you could just eat at home on the couch. That's Avoid an this whole issue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is from Ashley Coombs. Normal or nah, Vegemite on pancakes. Um, I'm going to say nah because I've never done it. Uh, but it wouldn't be bad, I guess. I reckon, yeah, a bit of butter and a bit of Vegemite on a pancake would be delicious. The only risk would be would be ripping I was gonna the say. pancake when you're trying to spread it. You just tear the thing in half. Um, Ashley says normal. She goes, I fucking love it. That's all I want if I ever have pancakes. Vegemite. Vegemite and say I have pancakes on the weekend when they're at home. Yeah. For breakfast, if they go out to like for breakfast, you're like, oh, I'll get the pancakes. Do you guys have Vegemite? Because now you can get like, you know, a berry brulee oh, yeah. and a fancy drizzled honey yeah. and maybe even a, a honeycomb, dare I say it. Ooh. And imagine all those options and going. Have you got any Vegemite? Any Vegemite on that dog? Um, yeah, the spreading I feel would be an issue. But, you know, what you could do just put your knife in some hot water to make like your warm, your knife ah. hot so that it would be a bit easier to spread and it wouldn't rip up. That's good. That's good advice. Thanks. That is good advice. Tony's cooking channel. Um. I, I'm just trying to imagine the taste in my mouth because often pancakes are, like, on the sweeter side. Mm. But I really like having um, pancakes, like, with, like, you know when you go out and they do, like, bacon and pancakes yeah. or, like, chicken and waffles or... Yeah, the Canadian sort of stuff. Yeah. Well, I think that maybe is the appeal of the Vegemite. So you got the sweet pancake and the salty Vegemite, the salty so the Vegemite. contrast is, like, delicious. I really like Vegemite, so maybe I'm absolutely not knocking it. But, yeah, that sounds... It's. I'm just trying to like, you know, when you just yeah. can't really put your finger on what it would taste like? This fucks me off. Oh, okay. Normal or nah? 
Setting your alarm for 6am while on holidays to reserve the best sun lounges by the pool for the day. My dad, the person who's commented this, gets up at 6am, put the towel down on four of the front row spots, then comes back to the bed knowing we'll have prime seating for after breakfast. Getting Get a fucking life. That annoys me because then for anybody that doesn't, and I'm pretty sure that at most hotels and stuff it says you can't reserve chairs. Because they know that there's So that people don't do that. Um, And it's unfair because then if you don't do that, then you never get a good, like there's no chance of you getting a good spot. Yeah. But it's the culture of hustling a good seat early. It's like we're on holidays. Yeah. The point of me being here is not setting an alarm. If I'm I totally agree. If I'm setting an alarm, I'm not on holidays. You know what fucking kills me? Go on. It's almost over. When you go on holiday and the buffet breakfast is like till nine o'clock. Fuck no. So no. you know that you're going to have to wake up at like quarter to eight so that you can get down there no. and still... I know. No. And if you go there right before it ends, normally they're like running out of eggs, running out of bacon, not doing any more they're toast or whatever. They're cleaning up around you. They're, they're, yeah, and then you're like, I can't even enjoy this. So I'm going on holiday. I obviously want to enjoy the buffet breakfast because the best part about it is that you eat a massive buffet breakfast and you don't need any lunch. You eat a pizza, like a little pizza yep. by the pool at like 3 or yep. 4 o'clock and then you have dinner at like 8 p.m. Yeah, it's on holidays. And it's fucking awesome. But I would actually like to begin a campaign to make hotels put the buffet breakfast later, just a, just a bit later, because I want to still enjoy a sleeping and be like, cool, if I can wake up at nine and still know that I've got a couple of hours of egg time, that's pretty good. I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. Instead of closing the buffet breakfast at nine, what if it opened at nine and closed at one? There, I fucking said it. I like that. Do you think it's so that people don't eat it for lunch? I mean, they can eat. You're, What's you're, the fucking difference? Yeah, exactly. But you're on holidays. Like, you know, and you wake up slow, have a coffee. Like, I'll have breakfast yeah. in an hour or so. I don't need to get up straight away and start eating. And because often in a hotel they've got, like, coffee yeah. facilities or whatever. I love getting up and having a coffee in bed, as we know. I can't be trusted at home. Do it in someone else's Do it in someone else's Spill bed. Coffee that's on someone okay. Else. Someone, you know, that's okay. I'm paying for, you know, fresh sheets every day. Do you remember that time when... For my wife Bridget's birthday, we booked that fancy hotel room. Yeah. And you and Torbs came around, a few of my mates. We all yeah. had some beers and wines. Some and pizza. We, we had a pretty good night. Yeah. So, Did you know that you can drink in the pool there as well? Tony's mocking me because I learned that you can drink beers in the hotel pool. And I did lots of that. And in my drunken state, felt the need to tell every man and his dog 15 times. About 20 times. Yeah. Did you know you can drink in the pool? Yeah. Yeah, a pool over. You can drink in it. Yeah, and then someone would rock up and they'd be like, oh, Ryan, you've been drinking? He's like, yeah, you can drink in the pool. <laughs> to be fair, uh, when they came over, everyone was dressed nice and I was still in a robe in, in a my towel. board shorts. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I've just come out of the pool. You can drink in it. Yeah, you can drink up there. It's pretty good. Can people please comment in the episode thread that that actually is a fucking good thing worth saying 100 times? Yeah. Because it was great. And they serve you in a little plastic cup so you're sitting in the pool. You can, I mean, it's, it is fantastic. Oh, we got a Pim's jug in the pool. In the pool! This is literally what it was like. Anyway, yes, continue. So because we had a pretty big night and then you guys all left about midnight or 1 o'clock, Bridget and I were like, oh, we're not just going to leave like a glass of wine in the bottom of that bottle. Like, of course. You know, let's have a bit of a nightcap. And so like, because it was just the two of yeah, you, you're like, one more drink. Yeah, one more yeah. drink, have a few snacks, whatever. And then we had to book in. You couldn't just rock into the buffet breakfast when you woke up. You had to like book. And they're like, oh, well, the only booking left is like 7.40. What? So you're telling me I've got to wake up in six hours? This is a holiday. 
I will be there at 2pm. Yeah. <laughs> I want eggs at 11. Yeah. Not 7.40. And I want a pot of tea and I want a fresh fucking coffee and I want your fruit and your pastry and all your shit, but I just want you to shift it back a little bit. I'm still going to be drunk at 7.40. Unless you want me telling your barista you can drink in the pool, you probably don't want me there either. I shouldn't have to make a choice between buffet and sleep in. I shouldn't. And no one should. I'm doing this for the benefit of everyone in the world. Yeah, you are. Everyone. Let's start a campaign. Thank you. Yeah, okay. GoFundMe.com slash late buffet breakfast. (laughs) GoFundMe. Money's not going to help us. Uh, Yeah, well, we'll we'll hire a campaign manager. (laughs) Because then when people go, why don't you just then go to the cafe? It's not a buffet. And also, I paid for the buffet when I signed up to this hotel. It's a different experience. It really is. Yeah, those little sausages. Still wearing the slippers from upstairs. Yeah, you don't get those little sausages anywhere else, do you? No, you don't. Get some more chipolatas. Fucking, do you know, can you actually just go to a buffet breakfast? Like, Just book in? Yeah. Probably. We should do that. Haven't had enough small sausage at home? <laughs> Come and get some small sausages here. <laughs> uh, final normal or nah, and this is a controversial one. Ooh. Normal or nah, sniffing your pet oh. and enjoying it. Normal. Sony? Normal, 100%. Sophie has messaged through. You're really feeling something. Yeah. I only started doing this about a year and a half ago when I discovered in many cultures you sniffing as a form of affection. I even remember my dad sniffing my head when I was a baby and as a kid as a way that he showed that he loved me. So I decided to start doing the same with my precious little lady cat because I love her so much. My little lady cat. Now it's gotten to the point where I just shove my face in her belly and take in a big... Am I normal or am I a freak? I can confirm because there's hundreds of comments on this thread of other people going, I thought I was the only one. 90% of pet owners love to smell their pet and it doesn't smell of hot puree or roses. It's got a bit of, you know, a bit of realness in it, but it's like, is it kind of pheromone territory almost? I was about to say it. We were talking about how you like the smell of your partner after they've done a workout or been at work, whatever. It's not like pongy. It's like yeah. a smell that you like. Mm. There is nothing better than shoving, like, or like snuggling a dog and like sniffing their head or like. Do you sniff, sniff BJ's head? Yeah, I did it the other day when I was at your house. You know when like you sniff like a dog's paws and they smell a bit like Doritos? <laughs> Cheesy toe jam. Yeah, that smell. <laughs> and it smells like it's yakko and it's like, Bleh! I love it. I'm not trying to out anyone here, so I'll change their na- name to Shmaria. Okay, well, I just talked about the fucking yeah, not trying dog's to add anyone toe cheese. Except Tony's toe cheese. I've only just realised that I've been doing it and I've been doing it for years, says Shmaria. It was almost like an unconscious habit. And it wasn't until she read the thread that she went, oh, I don't, oh, nah, I do do that. Shmaria, welcome. Welcome, Shmaria. Oh, it's just like, you know, when you look at, I was just saying this to my mate the other day, John the cat from down a couple of houses away from me, she comes and she like rolls around and is all cute in my balcony. I can't touch her because I'm allergic. I love her so much that when I look at her, I actually feel sick. 
Because you want to get up. Because I love her so much. And she just wanders over. And I was saying it to my mate and she was like, I said that to my mum once that I love this cat so much um, that I want to just like bite it or like rip its arms off. I love it so much. What is that? And her mum went, that's love. Isn't that special? That is special. You know when you just like love something so much, you're like, oh, I just want to bloody bite your bum. We know that. You know when you're just like. Okay. 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 Uh, we've really touched a nerve with Tony here. Um, you know that John's owner listens to this podcast, don't you? Oh, I know what we can do. What? Let's get you like a Breaking Bad-esque hazman suit. So that I could just go out there and snuggle her? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to. Full PPE, gloves. Because yeah, literally when I look at her and she just rolls around, she's all cute, I just want to throw up. She's so fucking cute. I love her so much. A box of antihistamines. Yep. Take yep. half before she comes over, half after. <laughs> I'll probably pass out. <laughs> Non-drowsy. Non-meowsy. Hi, I'm Aaron. Hi, I'm Maggie. We're from Lexington, Kentucky. And you're listening to Tony and Ryan. to a few of our champion tapions from Patreon. Uh, Andrew Johnson, Clee Tamez, Matt Allen. Matt Allen? He's a he's a big tapper. Yeah. Uh, Emma, Emily Chatterton, Grace Miller, Chloe Boa, Renee Nook. Thank you so much. Keely, Ryan Fielder, Socialite. That's all the information we have. It's like share. And Aaron Lopez Rubio. Thank you so much for being part of our Patreon. Fucking love to say it. It's actually weird when you hear the word Matt Allen because it's just Rick name. Rick name, I know. So I don't know why they've put there's someone that's put in socialite, but, but Matt Rick Allen didn't use can't their out Rick his own name. fucking name. Yeah, weird. Really fucking strange. Hey, tomorrow on the show, we decided we we're gonna watch claymation movies this week yes. and Chicken Run was the winner. Yep. I'd never seen it before. I can't believe you've never seen Neither. it. Neither. And oh, can I tell you something that's like really weird and You sure you don't want to save it for tomorrow? No, no. When no. we're talking about the movie? No, now? Okay. The the bad Farmer lady. Yeah, Mrs. Tweedy. She looks like someone I used to work with. Oh. I'll tell her. Oh. Oh. Can you see it? Yes. Yeah. So that th- the whole movie threw me because I'm like, I just kept. From like years ago. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, tomorrow, not only will Tony be, you know, doing a wrap of the movie, like yeah. wrapping it up, but she'll be wrapping. I will be. T Lodge 2022. Two. That's yeah. coming at you. Yeah. To Well, oh, whoa. Whoa. luckily I'm doing it, not you. Uh, so <laughs> That's tomorrow on the show. Uh, earlier in the episode I mentioned that, you know, when you're in that space where you just, you know exactly what you want and you can't get it and it's just a bit of a fucking nightmare. Yeah. So last weekend I had my period. I was very tired. I was very stressed. I was very period. And I was just not in a good way. So what? what's your go-to when you're in a, we'll call it a funk almost? Oh, yeah, I guess. What's your pick I just, me up? What's your cheer me up? I really just feel like I need to recharge. Mm. And then sometimes I misconstrue that when like I, because you mentioned literally this week that you're a bit of an introvert. Yeah. As an extrovert, I get energy from seeing other people and like, 
being funny and like I, I suck energy from others. Yep. I'm like, uh, it's a bit evil actually, but I get a lot of energy from other people. And so I felt really shitty and normally my default would be lay on the couch, fucking forget that the outside world exists. But the reality is you need the opposite. I of that. actually need the opposite. And this is something that at 28 I'm learning now. Gotcha. That when I'm actually really tight, obviously there are times when I'm like, oh, I just need to do nothing, yep. talk to nobody, watch TV. But I actually get so much out of other people. Yeah. Anyway, my mate Jane um, and her partner Darcy, they live in um, like a couple of suburbs over from us and they were like, oh, we should go out for breakfast. We're like, oh. Perfect. Lovely. Exactly what I need. We were just talking about how much I love going out for breakfast. It was not a buffet, but I was just like, you know what, that actually sounds Really, really nice. A lovely breakfast, some other people, different environment, get yep. out of the house. Exactly. Exactly what I need. Some fresh air, like yep. we parked there and then walked like around the block to the thing. Like, you know, it was really lovely. nice. Lovely. Except I, in my mind, you know when you go out for breakfast, there's only like a certain amount of options that really exist. Yeah. Like, you know that on the menu is going to be eggs on toast, yep. uh, eggs however way you want them kind of thing yep. and on toast, add bacon, whatever. Yep. Eggs Benedict Always with like a, a big yep. hollandaise on it. Uh, probably like a chili scrambled eggs. Probably a smashed avo. A smashed avo. A bit of lime. And then probably there's going to be one really big sweet dish, like a, a pancakes or yep. a waffles or something like that. So wherever you go out for breakfast, you kind of know what you're going to yeah. get. Yeah. In my mouth, the taste that I wanted, you know, when you kind of get, you're yeah. like, I know the taste I want in my mouth. I really wanted Eggs Benedict. Yeah, you got a I wanted, for that hollandaise sauce. I wanted the hollandaise. I was like, I've got, I'm menstruating, I need the butter in my mouth. Like that's <laughs> just, I just needed this. Yep. I just knew exactly what I wanted. In WA, mm. there's this chain of cafes called Dome. Oh, Dome. Would you say it's like the Starbucks of Western Australia? Yeah. Uh, actually, fucking nail on the head. It's just this chain. It's like it's not awesome. It's not shit. It's just, but you all. It's so consistent. consistent. It's always there. You know it's exactly what you're gonna get. It's on every sixth corner. It's a similar green to Starbucks. Yep. You walk in, the menu's the same everywhere, and they've always got whatever you want. Fucking yes. Shout it. Call one out for dope. I'm so ah. Oh. This has made me so happy that you know exactly what I'm talking about. Dome me up, dog. I'm a fan. I fucking, I miss Dome so much. Yeah. Like I actually. And they miss us. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I can't believe they haven't gone into receivership since we moved away. If you are visiting WA, I implore you to go to Dome. (laughs) Like it's so shit, but it's so fucking good. good. I love it so much. Well, you do love organised, consistent, at all the things yes. you associate with Tony, you associate with the Dome brand. So if I'm going to Dome, I know exactly what I'm going to get. Shout out to their brand manager. Oh, you fucking, fucking nailed the experience. If you could open a Dome in Melbourne, I would literally go every weekend. Yeah. I fucking love it. It's so consistent. Anyway, <laughs> so we're talking about going out for this this place in um, yep. fucking this kind of cool area of South Melbourne. South, ooh, yeah, rich enders. Yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, anyway, so we drive over there and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to get eggs Benedict because I need the fucking hollandaise. Anyway, we sit down, we're chatting, whatever, we get the menu. The eggs Benedict that's on the menu is with a fucking apple cider Bernays sauce. <laughs> 
Righto. Yeah. And in case you missed that, that's not the same word as hollandaise. No. It's not. Is it similar? It's kind of similar, but it's not as rich and it's not as creamy. And it was like apple cider, vinegar. And it's also not what you wanted. It's not what I... It's not what I want. And let me take a moment to acknowledge that I had a very specific taste desire in yep. my mouth, but I would have settled for any Eggs Benny. It's, if it's just got hollandaise on something, fucking fuck throw off. it on a plate, I'm done. So I How, got So you've once you've decided that this is what you want and you've looked at the menu, what is your first Reaction and how deep into your soul are you feeling this reaction? I felt it in my asshole, Like <laughs> literally the soles of my feet. Like I thought that my toes were going to fall off. Every hair on my body stood on end. Yeah. Like, I just, like the way that the world crashed around me, I'm sitting there. All I fucking wanted was an Eggs Benedict. Did you turn white and start sweating? Like I feel like this is a full body. I just, I was sitting and then Jane goes, oh, the chilli scrambled here is really, really good. Also not what I need to hear right now. And what I need to hear is where's a cafe nearby? She just didn't understand that I was going through this silent trauma Although, of there not being any hollandaise. If you told this story pre-me being there for the Parmageddon, yep. I probably also wouldn't understand. Yeah. No, no, and it's not anybody else's job to understand. But now that I have been with you in these moments, now that I understand the backstory of that you had your mindset on this, I understand completely that there is no, oh, that's this really other good. thing. Oh, here's a great answer. No. Doesn't matter. No, no. Because no. my mouth decided what it wanted to eat. Mm, this is why she's a danger in a club, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I had the chilli scrambled. Oh, really? Was, you didn't even go to the Benet's? No, because I was like, it's not going to, it's not, it's just going to be close. It's yeah. not going to be it. So let me get something totally different. The eggs were lovely, so that was fine, yep. but it was not what I wanted. Yep. On the way home. After, did you eat all of the chilli scramble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I ate okay. the breakfast. Anyway. So it's fair to say like you're not hungry. No, 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 no. And this is actually probably not where this story is going. Okay, right um, After that, Torbs and I were like, we'll go to the market and do all of our food shopping together. We get so I'm already like fucking emotional. Yep. Yeah. 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 We get to the market. I go, cool. Like, um, do you have the shopping list? Like, what end do you want to start at? Mm. And Torbs goes, oh, I didn't do a list. I thought we'd just figure it out. Does, has he met you? Apparently not. Your partner, Torberone, the heir to the Torberone fortune. You've been doing each other for nine, dating for eight. Has he met you before? I'll just figure it out. Also, if he could have let me know this, I would have put it in Monday's episode of Flap Tony. But that's fine. Uh, does he know you? I could have killed him. Surprised he's still alive. I'm menstruating. Is he I alive? didn't get my dome fucking breakfast. And then he tells me that we're just going to figure out figure the shopping. Figure it out? Anyway. The only thing i got to figure out is how I'm going to murder you. <laughs> so we walk into the market. He's like, Which where market? do you want it? Uh, at Pram Market. There's no obvious direction to go. Everything's just like it's randomly. It's just kind of around. Yeah. Oh, mm, no. And I go, cool, so what sh- where do you want to start? He goes, I don't know. And I was like, we're leaving. <laughs> Parking is a bit tricky around. So you've already we parked, parked. We walked in. in. I said, where do you want to start? And he said, I don't know. And I said, we're leaving. Get back to the fucking car. So we got back. And I hadn't cried yet. <laughs> I wanted to. The tears were flowing on the inside. The sentence I hadn't started crying yet is one of the more leading sentences you will hear. Because you know what's coming. Um. So hang on. So he just 
did he just accept that or did he try to go, oh, no, it's no, fine? No, he was like, sweetie, that's fine. Let's go. Okay, he does know you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he played it well, yeah. given the, yeah. the circumstance. He remembered who he'd been with for the last nine years. So we got home and obviously, because I didn't say anything about wanting the Hollandaise. I just, oh, okay. I literally was just like, but I was obviously off yeah. and I wasn't happy. Anyway, we got home and Torbs was like, are you okay? Like, what's, what's going on? And I was like... <laughs> And I burst into tears. And revealed your burst desperation for a hollandaise. And I was like, all I wanted was the eggs benedict from time <laughs> and I had to have the chilli eggs and then you didn't have the shopping list and then it was and now we haven't done the food shopping and we're at home and now it's been What does he like? How does he react to that? And he, what does he do? He goes, Do you want me to make you a cup of tea? And I was like, That'd yeah, be really nice. That'd be nice. Anyway, so he makes me a cup of tea. He goes into the other do room. Do you want a sugar? No, I want Hollandaise. Yeah, I want a fucking dome. Buy yeah. me a plane ticket to Perth yeah. so I can go to dome. Yeah. <laughs> he goes into the other room and I get a ding dong on my phone. Mm-hmm. I get this message from Torbs. You know that meme of that ginger kid who's like, feel like pure shit, just want her back? And no. it's like that kid. Anyway, Tobbs made this meme and <laughs> feel like pure shit, just want dome. <laughs> and it's this <laughs> crying. <laughs> and I was literally on the couch in my Udi, like having a fucking identity crisis yep. over just wanting the Hollandaise. And he just sent me this meme. And it did really cheer me out. It did help. But I'm still on the hunt. So, what I would like to ask, though, is if anybody knows, maybe people from Perth who know what I'm talking about in Melbourne have found a good equivalent. Fucking. You know you can buy a jar of hollandaise from Coles? It's not the Yes, I do know that. It's not the same. I actually agree it is not the same. It's not the same. The, I don't know what they're doing, but it's good. If anybody has had a hollandaise like they have had at Dome in Melbourne, please tell me I will drive anywhere. It does not have to be in the city. I will drive anywhere except to WA for this hollandaise. But also if you've cried over your breakfast recently, then I see you and I'm here for you. <laughs> I'll say, uh, let me take this mission on. As a fellow Hollandaise fan yep. and someone who understands when you need it, you just need it, we'll, we'll sort something out. I appreciate yeah. this. Can we call it Tony and Ryan's Happy Hollandaise? Yeah, or the... Yes! Hollandaise Holiday. No. No, I like yours better. Hollandaise is like holidays. Days. Gotcha. Like Happy Holidays, Happy Hollandaise... Beautiful. Let's go to the Savo. What are you doing today? <laughs> Fucking fun in the holidays. Yeah, good. good, good, good. <laughs> uh, what do you love to see? Oh, this is what I love to see. This the, oh, this is a heartwarming. You know some restaurants, uh, mainly like a family restaurant, that mm-hmm. they'll have the tablecloth, these like paper, and there's like crayons? Oh, yeah. So I don't know if it's a COVID thing or just the restaurant wanting everything to look tidy, but apparently when the crayons are used or like worn down a little bit, they'll like throw the crayons out because you can imagine when you rock up to a clean table, you want like a fresh crayon. You want it to like look smart. And yeah, and just like, yeah, whatever. So um, this guy named Brian Ware, he learns about this and goes, oh, it's a bit of a waste. Yeah. Because, you know, there's half a crayon still left. And you just yeah. can throw it out. 
So he starts going around to restaurants, collecting all the worn down crayons, boils them down, and then remakes like a bigger, thicker crayon. And then he's dropping them off uh, for younger children and children with special needs um, because they're big and thick, they're easier to grasp. And he's delivering them to local hospitals. Just out of the goodness of his heart. Because he goes, I hate seeing waste. And then I, his kids have, I believe, been in the hospital for a bit and, you know, they want a big fat crayon because they can get their hands around it. And so he's like, well, you've got a problem trying to get rid of these crayons. The hospital's got a problem because they don't have these specialty crayons for all the kids to use. Two birds, one stone. Brian Ware. What a legend of a guy. Um, Obviously, in hindsight, makes my crying over a hollandaise seems so insignificant. No, it doesn't. Um, so I really, I love that story. It's really Hey, I feel really bad now that I've Brian obviously Ware, just balled out over there. Brian Ware is solving those problems yeah. and you are solving your problem of wanting holidays. We've all got problems in the world and we all go about fixing them. Yeah, a bit different though, aren't nah, they? Nah, it's pretty similar. Um, my love to see it is this video that I saw of... Oh. A woman adopting an elderly dog. Oh. Um, so she went to the shelter and, ado- yep. and found this dog and, like, they had a connection and yep. she loved it, whatever. I'd love to sniff it, probably. Yep. You love to sniff it. And lo- love that. Very good. And she later found out that it was her long-lost childhood puppy. What? Hang on, how old was the lady? Um, so she's like 25. Oh, in I, th- the... I was picturing an old lady. No, no, and no. And I was no, like, oh, I'm pretty sure no. that's not the... Uh, I ain't no mathematician. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a picture of her holding this dog when she's, I'd say, like 10 or 11. It's the same dog. At, yeah. No wonder they had a connection. The dog would have known. They yeah, always know. They always know. Yeah. Um, they got a nose for that sort of stuff. Yeah, you love to sniff it. Yeah. Yeah. There's the dog. <laughs> Uh, but I thought that was so sweet. You love to say it. You do love to say that. Love to sniff it. Love to sniff it. Um, oh, Hollandaise. See you, see you tomorrow for the Meow V-Rap. <laughs> love you, bye.